Hey everyone, we have another giveaway for you. Head on over to our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or the show notes of this episode to enter to win one of five Blu-ray combo packs for Love and Monsters. Dylan O'Brien stars in Love and Monsters, out now on Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD. Certified fresh and Rotten Tomatoes, this fun-filled adventure delivers epic action and laughs as a young man makes a dangerous journey into a monster-infested world to be with the girl of his dreams. Own Love and Monsters now on Blu-ray, 4K, and digital. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. So head on over to PC on every social media platform, the show notes of this episode, and enter for your chance to win one of five copies. something that has taken a thousand chapters to not be the pirate king yet one piece i'm kate and i'm here with adrian hey how's it going and matt hello and uh we had to have a straw hat on for this episode so misha hi misha why don't you start off by telling everybody where you're from and why you're on this specific episode um, so you guys might know me from other things around, but why though? So there is, so here's what happened, a podcast about entertainment things. And then there's also the anime podcast I do with Kate, Did You Have To? And I also write and review for the site, mainly anime and manga. But the reason why I'm on this episode is because one year ago, honestly today, me and Kate made a bet. And I said I could finish one, I could catch up on one piece in one year. And I did that, I proved her wrong. I've already said this before on other shows, I proved Kate wrong. I caught up on One Piece, and in the process, I have become a fan. I am now a Straw Hat pirate. My Straw Hat is somewhere around my home, and I almost wanted to wear it, but I stopped myself from doing that. But you are in a One Piece hoodie right now. I am. How deep does this obsession go (laughs) is the question. God, Nisha. Uh, because this is an audio podcast, uh, I will have you know that Nisha just reached around parts of her desk and pulled up pieces of One Piece merch. Yes. It it only took, what, three months for me to become a One Piece stan? But that Less is why than that. Less than <laughs> that. Um, but if you have watched me and Nisha exchange back and forth on Twitter, you know that I give zero anythings about One Piece and have for a very, very long time now. So I'm not leading this episode. but. The other person on this podcast who also loves anime is Adrian. Yeah. Um, full disclosure here. This is one of those very rare occasions where we have an episode to do and I know slightly more than Kate does. And the guests know substantially more than both of us. So this is really more me facilitating conversation. I, I think after I'm going through this and Nisha uh making me go back and finish one piece because my intro question is how many manga chapters and or anime episodes have you watched of one piece 
Uh, well, I'm gonna he, go. So I'm gonna go first because apparently everybody forgot I'm on this podcast. <clears throat> I was gonna say you here. first, Matt. <laughs> In my defense, I was gonna right, say I'm you like, first. I'm more knowledgeable than Kate. Like, I yeah, we'll see what happens. But yes, uh, as far as how many manga chapters or anime episodes have you seen on this one of uh, One Piece? This answer is very simple. About ten years ago, I dated this very religious girl, and she had very bland taste, and it wasn't great. Obviously, the relationship didn't work out. But one of her weird obsessions that she was caught up with was One Piece. And that's how I learned about One Piece. And it's super weird because everything else was like what you expect. Like she liked the sound of music, but then One Piece. And that's about the extent knowledge I know of One Piece. Wait, is the sound of music something that a lot of really religious people like? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I think she's. I think he's more referring to like that's what basic interests and basic people like is the sound of music. Uh, In like the (laughs) forties, most religious people still think it's nineteen forty-eight. We're now in nineteen fifty-one. This is true. Yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, I was going to ask Matt first because out of all like the stuff we've done, this stuff has like the ocean in it as a pretty big part of like. The show, so I thought maybe Matt had watched maybe so, one or two episodes so here's what happened. Of, of One Piece. So here's what happened. I looked at it and I was like, this looks interesting. But this is also like almost 10 years ago, and they were on episode like 300 and like 30-something. I was like, I'm good. It looks cool, but I don't got that kind of time right now, and I'm out. <laughs> so I did think about it until I saw that episode count number. That's fair. Uh, Kate? I have seen... I saw the four kids stuff like way back in the day. Um, and then I I watch all the clips that get put on Twitter because they're really good clips. And that's it. I this is probably my most glaring anime blind spot. Cause you know how like kind of talking games, how like I just wasn't a Nintendo person. So I have like this giant Nintendo like blind spot in my gaming knowledge one piece one of the big three is something that i just don't have nothing no knowledge i do the press releases when they come to the site but that's about it and i know the hot guys in it i know the hot green-haired man zoro (laughs) so (laughs) uh yeah and I mean, Nisha's watched everything. So, how how much of the have you read a bunch of the manga as well, Nisha? Or were you just strictly animated this past year? So this past year, I was strictly anime, and I figured I would just pick up right where I left off, and that's been my strategy because I didn't have time to read nine hundred and something, no, a thousand chapters. I didn't have time to do all that. That's different from watching things. So, <laughs> but I am on chapter nine hundred and sixty. So, I'll probably that's- finish. Wait, what? I'm on chapter 960 um, for the manga. So I got a question though for Nisha. So does it count and is it valid that you caught up for the fact that none of us left our house for an entire year? Mm, that had a part to play in it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's a part, it's a part. <laughs> when you work from home and you just need something on. I'm not going to so lie. If I work from home from nine to five, that's eight hours a day at 20 minutes an episode. How many 20 minute episodes can you fit in an eight hour workday? Well, actually, if you skip the intro song, which I did many, many times, actually 18, it's 18 minutes and 30 seconds. All you have to do is hear the song once unless it's a bop, but it's 18 minutes, 30 seconds. Play that. So I used to squeeze in like 24 episodes a day. The English dub specifically. How many episodes are dubbed right now? 
576. So that's where it stops. But now they started dubbing the next arc, which was over five years ago. Are so. you going to re? <laughs> are, are, question though, are you going to rewatch it in the dub? Yes. All, All of right, our cases are a little struck right now. <laughs> but I can't. Uh, and I've already is, seen it. <laughs> and, and this is why Nisha's here, because I was trying to figure out where I stopped watching one piece and i think it was probably around episode 300 and something because it was right after the thrill bark arc which i think is like mid 300s or so mm -hmm. and through my research consequently like i stopped watching it because that arc was bad and i guess from looking at rankings that's probably like one of the worst arcs so i think i just caught like a really bad time where i just like watched like the worst arc um and then i was like all right i'm never coming back to this again but I, I hear it's really good now. I've kind of like kept up a little bit throughout the years. And you just said he's an emperor now. Now I want to know how that happened. Uh, so I, I might be getting back into it after doing the notes. But again, not nearly as knowledgeable as I am, you know, 600 and something episodes behind. Dear and listeners, this man has watched 300 plus episodes of a show and is not knowledgeable. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's that's kind of where we're at so uh we'll, we'll jump into this and get through this as as well as we can and i'm going to be leaning on nisha to to be the most knowledgeable person in the virtual zoom room so for our production history one piece if you have lived under a rock in the last you know 20 something years is a japanese manga series written and illustrated by ichiro oda it has been serialized in shonen jump since july of 1997 the story follows the adventures of Monkey D. Luffy, a boy whose body gained the properties of rubber after unintentionally eating a devil fruit. And his crew of pirates, like uh, Kate mentioned at the beginning, is are the Straw Hat Pirates, which is why Nisha has a Straw Hat Pirate, and also a really great cosplay. Go check her cosplay uh, Instagram for all that good stuff. Uh, Luffy explores the Grand Line in search of the world's ultimate treasure known as One Piece in order to become the next King of the Pirates or the Pirate King. Many of the characters in the show have powers, wouldn't really be a shonen if someone didn't have some crazy powers and stuff to do. But in this series, characters can eat devil fruit to gain powers. There's like multiple different kinds of devil's fruit that give you like different kinds of powers. A person may only eat one devil's fruit in their lifetime. If they eat a second one, they'll die. But you know, some people are like OP enough to like bite one or whatever. But that's here or there. But that's how you get your powers. What? Question. So that means anybody can have powers. Yeah. Uh, a reindeer ate a fruit and is a main character in the show. His name is Chopper, and Kate, you would love him. He's adorable. What? And he's a doctor. And he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony Chopper. <laughs> I am somehow more confused learning more about the show than I Look, was normal. with no information. Look, there is a lot of world building in this show that yes. we have we don't have enough time to get through in an hour of our conversation here. So I'm going to be as vague as I can be. And mainly because, you know, there's been so much world building since I stopped watching the show that even I was like, what? You just got to accept it. That's fair. I didn't question weird reincarnation and timelines in Sailor Moon. I guess I can't question Devil Fruits. When Bobby Hill fell from that sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically kind of where you got to be at. So mm -hmm. the the Straw Hat Pirates uh, consist of Luffy, who is the captain, Zoro, who is the green-haired sexy man that Kate, I guess, likes. That's the one likes. I know. I've seen plenty mm -hmm. of fan art there. Yeah, he's a swordsman, you know, basically the unofficial first mate. 
Nami is a navigator. Usopp's a sniper. Sanji, who is one of my favorite characters, is the chef. Tony, Tony Chopper. This is the blue, the blue nose reindeer whose birthday is on Christmas Eve. Uh, is the doctor? Uh, Kate, look that up. You're going to be like, oh yeah, that guy looks cute. <laughs> oh, that's who he is. I yeah. know. He's precious. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. He's and he's precious. only a baby. He's a baby. He's he's like a teenager. He's but the How does one. he do doctor things with hooves? Don't yep. ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nico Robbins, an archaeologist. Frankie's a shipwright. Brooke is the musician, and Jimbe is the helmsman. And you know, it's One Piece, so I think that they're going to add in another one at some point. Maybe they are. They're about to add in another one, but I think. Um, Otis thing was he wanted to have like 10 pirates total or something like that from what I was reading so mm-hmm. we're probably going to get another pirate here in the next I don't know 100, 100 chapters who knows question Sanji was the guy who did the one shot with food wars correct yes ha I knew a thing <laughs> <laughs> there you go so when it comes to basically Oda's creation of One Piece, his main interest in pirates started in his childhood when he watched the animated series Vicky the Viking, which inspired him to want to draw a manga series about pirates. The reading of pirate biographies influenced Oda to incorporate the characteristics of real-life pirates into many of his characters in One Piece. For example, uh, Marshall D. Teach is based and named after the historical pirate uh, Edward Blackward, Blackbeard Teach. Apart from his history of piracy, Oda's influences, um, one of the big, biggest influences we've kind of talked about before is, is Akira Toriyama's Dragon Ball um, and lots of other ones that we'll kind of talk about a little bit later, but also inspired by things like Wizard of Oz. See, it um, all makes sense now. See, the, the girlfriend from like way back, Wizard of Oz, most basic thing of people that like <laughs> Wizard fair. of Oz, That's One fair. Piece, got it. It all makes sense now, 10 years later. <laughs> Well, wait, I I do question side tangent. So your very religious girlfriend loved a series in which they ate devil fruit to get powers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, she also was trying to be a biologist. We know where that went. Um, I guess that makes sense. Uh, But Oda basically said for the Wizard of Oz, um, basically claiming to not endure stories where the reward of the adventure is the adventure itself opting for a story where the travel is important but even more so it's more important than the go so like the adventure is more important than the actual end goal um which if you know one piece there's lots of adventure in it and there i guess there kind of is from what i've been reading there's kind of an end in sight now ish but over a thousand chapters you know there's a lot of adventure there and makes sense why he would be inspired by the kind of wizard of oz thing there Wizard Waz is really overrated. I don't like it. No, it's um, not. Yes, it is. It's terrible. Uh, um, I like the Wiz. A Matt, a Matt opinion. I, I'm totally <laughs> shocked by. <laughs> <laughs> but how big is this world if you're floating around the sea for like a thousand chapters? I feel like I could get around the world on a boat faster than. To be fair, Dragon Ball had like one fight that lasted nine episodes, and Haikyuu has an entire season that is just three. Games. Well, I guess that's what I'm asking because you said it was more about the adventure and not the fighting. I guess. And so I was wondering how far were they traveling? They're also like on like pirate ships, not like, you know, Star Destroyer-esque. Like. Magellan still did got around that pretty fast. Magellan didn't have dragon fruit. <laughs> Devil's fruit. He took the Panama Canal, you know, shortcut. <laughs> so, also, unlike other manga artists, Oda draws everything um, that moves 
that moves him to create uh, basically a consistent look, leaving his staff to draw backgrounds based on his sketches he's drawn. In this way, he wishes to maintain a uniform representation, leaving only the realization of the backgrounds to his staff. Um, this workload forces him to have a tight production schedule, starting from five in the morning until two in the morning the next day with short breaks only for meals. Oda's work program includes the first three days of the week dedicated to the writing of the storyboard and the remaining time for the definitive inking of the boards and the possible possible colors. So works a lot. And this is also why we don't have any Hunter Hunter because <laughs> Homeboy tried the same thing and I was like, eh, this is too much. So, so like he's on like Miyazaki level obsession. Like this is my art. Don't touch it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which I can but, appreciate because I can definitely tell when Horikoshi is mating the series art for different chapters in 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 My Hero when they in when some staff may involve because there are small differences. Which I assume if I'm like that at like 300 chapters of My Hero, a Straw Hat who is at a thousand chapters of One Piece <laughs> will notice if there's an inconsistency. Yeah, especially when, because there's, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but there's like extreme consistency in like things that are in the background and like references and things like that. So to leave that up to someone who may not be, I mean, as knowledgeable as the guy who created the thing yeah. makes a lot of sense. I will say just from this, I have, so I, I've always had like respect for Oda because he's been really good at like making sure fans from different shonen don't just eat each other alive. And he like, he really supports Horikoshi and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I got any I got mad respect for anybody who works that much to just put their vision out there. So for sure. And especially after all this time. And the interesting thing is that Oda basically had said from like the very beginning that he only planned for one piece the last five years. Spoiler that didn't happen. But <laughs> he's always but he's always said that he's had the ending in mind already and that everything else is kind of playing towards that ending. So he knows how it wants it to end, but he doesn't feel like he's told enough of the story for it to end properly. Uh, looking at you, Bleach. However, <laughs> that man has, I love you, Tina Kubo, but you straight up said, I just want to draw cool things and threw the story out the window. So. Yeah, so basically he said it was going to take five years, but he found that it was going to take longer than expected. Um, in 2016, 19 years after the start of the serialization, the author said that the manga had reached 65% of the story he had to tell. In 2018 of July, on the occasion of the 21st anniversary of One Piece, Oda said that the manga had reached 80% of the plot. <laughs> While in January 2019, he said that One Piece is on its way to its conclusion, but that it could exceed, but it could exceed the 100th volume. In August of 2019, Oda said that according to his predictions, the manga would probably end 2024 to 2025, which is forever from now. So it took him two years to get 15%, and now it's going to take what, eight years to get 20%? Hey, man. when You know who Oda would be best friends with? Tolkien. He would yeah. be best friends with Tolkien. He probably would. <laughs> Instead of appendices, he just has side arcs. It is an interesting thing, though, because in a television special that aired in Japan, Oda did say that he would be willing to change the ending if fans were able to predict it, which sounds like a very bad thing, because if fans were able to predict it, then we're just going to like start this whole process all over again, <laughs> I feel like, where he's going to be like, oh, well, they predicted that one. The story might not, must not have been good enough. 
So he's going to do some other things. So in that way, he feels a little bit like uh, Mr. R.R. R. Martin there, where we're just going to keep going. And he's just going to keep writing <laughs> until he comes up with this like fantastical ending. I just want um, Oda to be able to take a vacation or something. Nah, not when you're making uh, One Piece money. I don't I think you got to keep working. That's fair. That's fair. He's, I'm sure he's getting enough rest. I hope he is. The man works from 5 a.m. to 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Eating good, okay. <laughs> Eating real good. Uh, real we'll, we'll good. talk. We'll talk specifically about like the success of the manga and the anime. But there are some cool things outside of the manga and anime that I want to just bring up real quick. There are currently fourteen animated films dating back to two thousand that are about thirty to sixty minutes long. I haven't seen any of them. I may have seen them like on like Toonami or something like that, not knowing that I was watching like a movie. But there are a bunch of movies um, that are in existence. Did you watch the movies too in your rewatch, Nisha? I did not. <laughs> I did not know. Oh, well, you're I a fake straw hat then. Listen here. You can't gatekeep me. <laughs> I will gatekeep you something I have not seen. You don't even know anyone else's names. <laughs> Ace, he's also hot. Yeah, there's also Ace. Yeah, I'm just going to yeah, yeah. hold up a picture and be like, who is this, Kate? <laughs> He's not hot, nor does he have a scar. Who is this man? Um, no, I didn't watch any of the movies in my rewatch just because I figured I'm going to binge watch all of them just because time. That makes sense. Are they, what'd you say? I was, are they like the traditional anime movies where like they technically don't go into mainline continuity so you can just do whatever you want with them? Yeah, for the most part, like I, as I was rewatching, there's some special episodes that they'll be like, this ties into this movie. But then like the next episode has, not, so it'll be like two episodes where like, make sure you watch this special two part. And then it'll go into like this part of the first movie, which I thought was cool. But I'm like, I ain't got the money to acquire 14 One Piece movies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just don't, I don't collect movies that way. I should, but I don't. Don't start that. I've already started collecting the omnibuses. Omnibus, omnibuy. I don't know what the plural is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's also, from what I found, 56 video games not including crossover titles where you know One Piece characters come up, with the biggest being, um, I get from what I can see, like I haven't played any of the One Piece games, but these seem like to be like the biggest ones. One Piece Grand Battle, One Piece Unlimited, and One Piece Pirate Warriors, and they're like subsequent sequels. Um, I imagine kind of to the effect of like, you know, like Budokai, there's like 17 million like Budokais. So like it just adds to the number of like Dragon Ball games that there are kind of thing. But that's a lot of video games and a bunch are of Are they any good? Well. I like Pirate Warriors. Yeah, I, I think Pirate Warriors it. just came out, right? Pirate that was Warriors last year, 4 was coming out last year. Yeah. yeah, 4 came out last year. So, so you- I've, I've, I've played 3 and 4. And then there's another one that's more open world. So you can like actually go to eat different islands and sail and just relive the episodes i like open world things and that seems like a perfect game so so you know that meme with the lady looking like hunched (laughs) over and like squinting at like that's me at the games um i'm curious how many games does dragon ball have or the dragon ball franchise have that i'm not sure because there's a bunch of like game boy games that were like terrible so i'm not sure (laughs) which of those um, are, are included in that. But I mean, I think that might, I'm pretty sure One Piece is going to have more because that's a lot of video games for, uh, yeah. and they've just been coming out since 2000, basically. So right when it came out, just already pumping out. 
the the video games there. But if you think if you think about like a world like One Piece where the world building is so big and you can just go be a pirate and anyone can be anyone could be a pirate. Uh, freedom, like it seems like a pretty good place to make your video game. There's no one, there's opposed no, to like um, Dragon Ball, like where if you're if you're not a Saiyan, like you're basically trash and you're you just die, die every other season. <laughs> right. <laughs> What'd you say, Matt? Oh, uh, so there's no MMO, so it doesn't matter apparently that much. This would be a dope MMO, though. Be, yeah, it'd be cool. Massively multiplayer One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, I would like the, that as like an MMO, though. Like again, because of that open world aspect, where like anyone can be a pirate, you can go eat a dragon fruit that lets you suck souls, or it'd be real easy know. to have like a DC online version of One Piece, where yeah, like you cool. go oh, man, and you eat your dragon fruit, you choose your like skill thing, and you make your pirate. There, moving on from the video games, there are seven compilation albums that have been released with multiple basically charting in like the top 15 and to 20 in Japan. Some even as high as number one, number three, and number five. Music in, in One Piece is pretty good. I personally don't like the beginning intro song for like the majority of the show. I think it's bad. That intro song is bad. It's real bad. Especially like where does well clearly Nisha skipped it every single time down yeah, to eighteen minutes. No, no, no. I skipped the once after I listened to them in entirety at least once. Then I skipped it. But if I liked it, I let it play. Yeah. I actually have a playlist for One Piece Bops. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to send me that link so I can put it in the show notes so people yes. can see your One Piece Bops. And uh, clearly with how long it's gone, there's always going to be lots of attractions um, in Japan. There's restaurants modeled off after restaurants in the manga. There was a One Piece theme park, but I think it might have closed down. Uh, it was like an indoor kind of theme park that I think closed down because of COVID. There are Straw Hat stores uh, specializing in only One Piece merch. There are like One Piece escape rooms and like a whole bunch of other insert one piece thing here so lots of things to do for there in japan i couldn't really find anything like super big here in you know the states as you know there's like a there's like naruto cafes and like there's like that ramen shop in yeah. like florida that's like a star uh, star wars uh dragon ball ramen shop i couldn't really find too much for one piece but lots of stuff to do in japan if you're over there one piece is also getting a live action adaptation on netflix with 10 episodes i don't know how long like how how did this go so long without like a one a live action thing? I don't know. Did did Oda just be like, oh no, don't make live action of my things or or what the case is? But after so long, so much content, not to have like one terrible live action thing seems kind of crazy to me. There are also four official plays that I found. One of which is a musical called One Piece Sound Banquet East Blue Arc. That I guess you can go watch um i couldn't find any like videos of it this must be one of those things like where like they didn't let people like record but the, all i could find was like set piece pictures of it and it just looks not great because <laughs> this, this art style doesn't lend to a to a live action musical which is makes me like really worried about like the live action adaptation because if you've seen anything for one piece like this these aren't human dimensions in like any way shape or form that is yeah. very fair well yeah because they're rubber <laughs> He's not rubber. His body's made out of rubber. And to, and to be honest, he's like one of like the most like proportionally actual like humans in the show. <laughs> there are people There's who no, have much. I know the big yes. pirate man with like the giant body and like the little tiny like limbs. Yeah, well, yeah there's, a lot, there's lots of those. There's lots oh. of those. Oh. There's a wow. ten foot samurai man. Samurai man. I'm just like, why are you ten feet tall and why is he six foot and why is he twenty feet? But you're 
are you questioning somebody that's 10 feet tall no not really (laughs) (laughs) uh but that's kind of all i really have with i thought of you know things outside of the manga the anime that i thought were pretty interesting before we get into the but why those we do have to take a quick break because while you might not be able to eat a devil's fruit in real life manscape can give you the power to clean up your poop dick Happy New Year's from our sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and is here to help you have clean balls in the new year. Ring in the new year with the right tools for the job. Manscaped is here to give you a New Year's resolution that you'll actually want to keep. The Perfect Package 3.0 is the -the below-the-waist grooming packet that you need to start off this year strong. It's also time to freshen up down there in the new year. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And for some on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver, a ball toner spray. Get 20% off and free shipping now with code ButWhyTho at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com when you use code B-U-T-W-H-Y-T-H-O. So get ready for a new year with new balls. Okay, for our but why those, um, as we usually do, after you know twenty some years and a thousand chapters, One Piece is kind of a successful franchise because uh, it's still going and it's still selling. So the manga itself is the best selling manga series in history, with well over four hundred and seventy million copies sold since nineteen ninety seven. Um, and again, having that insane thousand chapter that just released. Um, Dragon Ball is number two with 300 million. So by comparison, it's like, I think this is like one of those things that's like just never going to be beat. Like no one's ever going to sell yeah. more copies of One Piece, like literally ever. So why? I do want to know where did the Mario fall in? Because all I know is I'm still blown away that Mario manga is apparently a huge thing. I don't know. It did not, did not crack my, my top list there. Well, that is sad. But that is still <laughs> wild. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, One Piece, Dragon Ball, something from like the '60s or something like that, and then like Naruto or like the top four. And while like the length of the series is obviously has something to do with how much it's sold, um, especially when you look at some of like the top lists that are there, because a lot of the manga on the top lists are like long done and still have a bunch of um, copies that have sold. One Piece still does sell really well in Japan. In 2020, One Piece was the third best-selling manga um, behind uh, Demon Slayer with 82 million copies. Kingdom and One Piece had around 7 million-ish. Haiku and Jujutsu Kaisen at number five. So even with the longevity, it still does sell really well. Maybe not 82 million copies like Demon Slayer does, but still cracking that top five consistently. Which is just phenomenal given that it is something that old because these are newer series. Yeah. Like when you're looking at it, especially when you look at something like uh, Jujutsu or the fact that Haikyuu just wrapped up. Like all of these things are new or or new, especially compared to the timeline. I haven't heard of Kingdom. I haven't heard of Kingdom either. But um, yeah, I think it had like like 8 million copies sold, I I believe, on there. So quite, quite a bit. And really not that much more than one piece in kind of comparison, but 82 million for Demon Slayer is just like actually insane. Like that might have like a chance if it goes long enough to beat one piece, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. So I think it concluded though. Oh, it Slayer, it? Yeah, it did. Um, part, um, early last year, it concluded. So that's actually really interesting because that puts, because Haikyuu and Demon Slayer both concluded 
And so then one piece is still going strong and jujitsu just is hitting at stride. So like that's okay. That's a lot. Yeah. One yeah. piece heavy hitter out here. And then kind of from the manga, I haven't read the manga, so I don't really have too much to kind of say too much. Like I've read like a few of the chapters like in like my library, like when I was in like middle school, but haven't read too much um, there. But from every One Piece fan that I know is like super into the manga, they've always said that the anime is like not nearly as good as the manga. But uh, but in Japan, like the anime is still super successful even after all these years. In 2020, it doesn't rank as like the most watched. They're like the newer animes are kind of the most watched, but it, the average household rating is still in the top five for One Piece, even to even today in Japan, with all this great, you know, anime that we have coming out of Japan, um, especially in the last year. One Piece is still up there in terms of the uh, average household rating. I think it's like a seven, I believe, when I looked it up. So still pretty good. Um, so the success of the anime really comes down to even the earnings of it. So toy animations, net earnings from One Piece, anime home media, including domestic and overseas licensing, as well as overseas sales between 2003 and 2019, was 723 million from That's just the anime home media, which is a lot. Like. I don't know what that is in comparison to other stuff, but that's a lot of money, like just in general for some anime. Yeah, because if you, so for like to conceptualize what anime home media is, it means like any sort of DVDs, the physical, like the physical copies of the anime that is being sold. Um, that's actually a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of money just from the anime alone, not including, you know, the... 470 million copies of the manga that's sold. Or the other licensed merch. Yeah, the licensed merch, the attractions that, that come in throughout um, Japan and in, in the major cities. So lots of money that One Piece is bringing in um, in just kind of all, all facets, making it, you know, pretty pretty successful, maybe. Some, some might say that this is a successful franchise. Some. <laughs> so before we move into, like, the stuff that is heralded as good for the anime i'd be remiss if i didn't talk about some of the bad stuff and this is not necessarily my opinion in any way shape or form this is just what comes up when i googled why is one piece bad and listen to some videos i don't agree with everything but you know for how many, how many people do you know kate included like how many people why don't you watch one piece kate I hate the animation so yeah, much. See, there's, I there's... respect you, Oda, for working from 5 a.m. to 2 a.m. I just don't like anything other than Zoro. I swear it gets better, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I do want to run through a couple of these, um, not to take down the anime or anything like that. And Nisha, feel free to counteract any of these points. You are the expert. I am just here presenting the information. So one of the big things that it takes a while to get going, this is something that I can definitely attest to when it comes to like that first, I don't know, maybe like 100 episodes or so. Just that you want me to watch 100 episodes that mean nothing? I mean, if they're not bad, the rest of it's just really good. Like, it just gets better after. Builds up everything. You have to introduce people, give the backstory. I don't need a year to get built up over here. I complained about the first 26 episodes of Hunter Hunter, and Nisha was like, oh yeah, one piece is like that. It's like 163 that are bad. I'm like, what? Yeah. You just got to get to Arlong Park. <laughs> then it starts to hit. Yeah. Harder. Um, 
Exactly. I mean, it does take a while to get going. I will agree there, but when it gets going, it gets going. And like, I do like, I do like bunny quotes for gets going because that stuff is good. But like, once you start getting introduced like to the world at large, you're like, oh wait, there's a lot more to this than just the straw hat pirates, which is you know, I need better than good for a hundred episodes. Yeah. So I will also say, looking at the art, the manga art is superior, in my opinion, to the anime art. Definitely. Looking yeah. at looking at these things side by side. Definitely. Um, sticking with the anime, sometimes it tries too hard to make the filler episodes canon by throwing in like some backstory, like five minute thing of like something that happened in the manga to make the filler canon, which, <laughs> you know, makes, in my opinion, filler episodes kind of harder to watch because like when I watch a filler episode, like I can like kind of turn my brain off and I can watch Goku go learn how to drive. <laughs> but some of the stuff in the filler episodes like will show up later, making it, you know, kind of hard to um watch those filler episodes but that's just what you know what the anime does i suppose so i actually i don't like the filler i don't like a lot of the filler in one piece because i don't need four four episodes that have nothing to do with the next arc but some of them are good but the filler is probably my least favorite thing there is a way you can watch it and just jump over all this filler though is one piece filler worse than bleach filler no not at all, because it didn't take 60-something episodes of a filler arc. We're not going to do this, because <laughs> you'll know I rant about Bleach. Yeah, I mean, a good thing about the, like this day and age, like you can just Google, like, what is, like, the filler episodes and, like, just skip those episodes? But the problem is, is that for One Piece, you have canon, then you have canon slash filler, and then you have filler. Like, and that's kind of harder to decipher than like you know naruto that has lots of filler but you can definitely know okay this is filler let's just skip this all together kind of thing yeah um next all the women look alike um there's really like no really body diversity in this anime when it comes to the women there's a lot of a lot of fan service or a lot of like big scary women like that's like basically the two extremes there's really not a whole lot of diversity uh in the women in this show I googled the women of One Piece. Holy crap! All he did was change the hair. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the only thing. That's I'm not it. saying they're bad. I'm not saying like they're not good characters. There are really great women characters, but they all kind of look the same. I mean, Oda usually. I feel like once a woman is after fifty, and if she doesn't have some kind of mystical magical power, he tends to draw them in an unfavorable light. And that's and I'm gonna leave that there. And I have issues with that, but I'm also just like anime. Yeah. So do we get the Selena and then the other lady, and that's all we got? Is that Selena what, what and Yolanda? <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically oh it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that needs to be the meme. <laughs> uh, another issue that people have: there's really no stakes because hardly anyone dies outside of flashbacks. I think if like in the present day, like three people die, maybe not even. Tell me, there's a thousand that. episodes with three people dying. In like the present tense. People die in the flashback. I mean, who are we talking about? We're talking about the crew? No. Are we talking about people that matter and, you know, impact those people? Yes. Yeah. No real, no real stakes there. But I mean, I mean, but like, not a lot of people die in other anime either. Like, it's it's fine. In that same vein, there's lots of characters to keep track of, like, like a lot. Um, And with Oda's like storytelling style, sometimes those characters will come back. Sometimes they won't. That's where you have like those like long filler arcs where you're like, I don't know if this guy's going to come back and be important later on in the series. Uh, But 
as someone who loves backstory in Star Wars, I really can't complain too much about this one because if a person shows up later on in the series, I'm going to be excited. So I, I can't knock that. that See, issue. that's why everybody's drawn the same. So that way he can just rotate in random people and be like, oh, maybe they have the same, is that the same character? Now nah, we'll do a new character, new name. So, so what you're saying is we need a from, a from a certain point of view, but written as manga one shots from different side characters that never came back to the series. That would probably actually do really well because he's very in-depth in his background of his drawings of panels. Yeah. So that would actually work pretty well. Um, another issue that people have, because, you know, when you, th- when you think about like different um, shonen anime, there's always kind of like a power scaling thing and like a reason why powers are there. Um, in One Piece, you really don't really have a whole bunch of like power scaling and powers are kind of random. Like characters will just like get powers and we don't really know why they're there. Um, in that same vein, people think that the Straw Hats are too OP for fights to even matter because we know that no one's going to die. So like there's no real stake. Um, and that's kind of like all of like, I guess, like the bad stuff. And obviously, like, you know, it's, it's too long and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, if you can watch Friends or The Office over and over again. You can watch One Piece. It's all. Is, is where Thank I you. Yes. Sure. Like if so you can watch bad. the same episode over and over and over again of your trash sitcom TV show, whatever it is, you can watch One Piece is all I'm saying. Wow. I feel really all. attacked. First How many times all, have you watched The ever- Office? dare compare the offer to whatever the hell this was we're talking about i'm just saying if you can watch the same series over and over and over and over again you're not pressed for time my guy like you can you can watch a new show it's okay you know i'm never watching the show now and i hope it, <laughs> i hope it fails were you ever going you were never going to watch it anyway <laughs> 25 years later i hope it fails i hope it fails <laughs> You know what? That, that I hope it, one billion you know what dollars of media. I hope, my bad. Hold on. I hope it Game of Thrones it up. That's what I hope. You take that back. That's what I hope. Amen. Amen. <laughs> this is a family friendly. You know podcast. what? You thought you had eight years of bad stuff. Twenty five years to wait for Games of Thrones it up. That is actually a terrifying. Like hey, I, if hey, I was relax, a One Piece Matt. fan, I would just not <laughs> want it to end. I'm kind of at that point. That, uh, but I will say, as somebody who has watched the first 12 episodes of Tokyo Ghoul four times in 2020, I feel attacked by Adrian. But I only watched the entire series of The Office once in 2020. So, bad opinion. I just want to know that in 2020, that's, that's time that could be dedicated to getting ready for your One Piece You could have watched 500 episodes. You could have watched 500 episodes of One though? Piece. But but then we wouldn't contribute configuring the fact that The Office was the second most streamed show on Netflix of all 2020. Yeah, because it was leaving. Get out of here. Go, <laughs> go watch something else. It's fine. Apparently people are still watching it. Just go watch on HBO Max when it gets on HBO eventually. It's on Peacock. Ugh, gross. Mm. You're the one wow, that you was advocating for free, though. Right? I was like, you advocating for Peacock last episode. <laughs> I was watching. I was advocating for like watch one show. I, I, well, that's I all you need Peacock for to watch The Office. I watched that one show, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it had commercials, and I was like, ugh, what is this? Oh no, I don't know if I can do it anymore. Sorry, I had my good run at watching The Office. I don't do commercials anymore, so I don't watch Hulu. I think if Funimation's UI wasn't so jank, I'd be more inclined to watch One Piece. So the funny thing is, when I attempted to try to do this whole watch thing about 10 years ago, it was on Hulu. Yeah. Mm. They have commercials. And can you imagine watching how many commercials that would be? Matt, why haven't you tried to watch anime with me? Because they all look terrible. But there's fish people in this one, which was going to get me into 
the world building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. So early One Piece, like I talked about earlier, is really just about the straw hats. But slowly through like cutaways and you know other things, you're seeing like more and more of the world as a reader or a viewer as a viewer. And then you kind of really do experience, I think, one of the most in-depth worlds in all of like manga and anime. Uh, like imagine like Hunter Hunter or like Full Metal Alchemist, like on a sensu bean. Like they just have so much world that you don't even know what even what's even going on. You start off like this like little kind of enclose, you know, your main characters, and then it's like, hey, there's a lot more stuff going on because this is a this is a world. Um and again, I don't have near the knowledge to explain everything that's happened over the last thousand chapters to build out the world, but gonna give it a shot of some of the cool stuff that I think happens in the world building for this show. Nisha, feel free to jump in on anything that I leave out given uh, some new things that have happened. So the world of One Piece itself is populated by humans and other races such as fishmen, merfolk, uh, dwarves, minks, giants, reindeer that can eat fruit and become doctors. And they're basically like a lot of things going on while the Straw Hats are like on their adventures, on their journeys with things like this, the world government, the celestial dragons, you know, sword, other pirates, you know, individual emperors of, of islands and things like that. So while like other anime is basically driven by the characters themselves, like when the brothers basically uncover a whole fascist government kind of thing, that stuff is already going on, you know, that the government and things like that are already going on. So you're really kind of experiencing it as like, our characters are experiencing it and not necessarily like they're the ones pushing that story along. Those storylines are already going before we even meet um, our characters. And Odo's drawing style really kind of lends to letting the environment set that world building. The uh, basically overly cartoony style allows for lots of variety in the environments and in the adventures. So a couple of examples, there is a sky Island. That's not only like, in the clouds but it's like literally made out of clouds there's a fishman island that's like ten thousand meters below the sea home to fishmen and merfolk as well as one of the entrances to the new world there's a whole land that's basically on the back of a giant elephant uh the amazon lily commenton is commonly referred to oh, as how a, is it the, on the back of an elephant if it's a, does he drown no he's just a giant elephant he's huge and huge. there's a whole island of animal Humanoid animal he's people. Standing on top of in the water, or is he on mm-hmm. another land? No, he walks very slowly yeah. through the ocean. Yeah, he's like a cursed, like big giant elephant guy. Yeah, and it's alive. Yeah, it's not alive. like a statue or anything. Yeah, that's why that was the dragon turtle on crack. Sense. Oh yeah, the dragon turtle. Yeah, he's like a dragon turtle, but an elephant. Uh, you know, a whole island of women. One of my favorite ones that I read about has me like super, super excited to get back in the series. Whole Cake Island, basically full of small islands where lots of things are basically cake and alive. Not like necessarily cake, but they're like, yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, it's just, great. Just, just it's my Google favorite. It. Just Google it. But it's also pretty dark because then you realize that everything that is alive there is infused with the lives, is infused of like the soul, parts of the souls of the inhabitants that are there. So it's kind of dark. Um, and that's just like five of the different places that go on in the show. Like there's so many different places to go and visit in this world. Okay, so do so we eat the cake people or not? Like do no, they take I mean, sentient. Big I mean, Mom I does. Could. Yeah, Big Mom does. Yeah, she does scary. what she wants. So that's- I was going to say, one, this is terrifying. Two, I found Yolanda. 
Because I googled whole cake island arc. Yeah, it's, and the uh, woman is terrifying. Are you looking is, at Big Mom, Lilin? Yeah, yeah. Big Mom I love her. is legitimately terrifying from my yes. research for this episode. She. <laughs> But no, I love Whole Cake Island. That's like one of my favorite arcs because like it fuses things from Alice in Wonderland. But then, like you said, Adrian, it, it's it's just very dark. Yeah, it's really dark. But more importantly, like all these places have like incredibly deep lore. Like these just aren't places that the Straw Hats go to and visit and like you move on. The format of the story allows there to be like literal pages worth of wiki articles and information on these islands. Um, and there's also like a connective lines throughout the story through either like little callbacks or foreshadowing or like even like very overt connections that you get connections to places that you've been and lines that like the characters say will become important later on um, that kind of like slowly and slowly but surely build out the world. Like an offline thing from one of the main villains will be connected to like the government like later on. So it's not just like you're meeting characters, like you don't just meet Boo because it's time for the Boo arc. You know what I mean? Like you're meeting characters before you're even really meeting them, if that makes sense. So I doubled down on my Tolkien and Oda would be friends comment because Tolkien wrote entire stories about a line that somebody read from a wall. Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. Like you can like literally go into the wiki for One Piece and dissect the entire building of Big Mom's like castle thing. Yeah, nothing like, means nothing in One Piece if I've learned anything. Everything means something. Yeah. And, you know, and this obviously like means that things can have strong meaning for something that's small, but it's also like led to a very, what I found very, very deep online theory community for one piece that people are trying to figure out how this stuff is going to end. It feels like a lot like game of Thrones, which Matt's comment makes me even more worried for the series. because <laughs> They're trying to figure out everything. <laughs> You should have never wished ill on the office. Which I'm just to use office as an I'm example. Worried. I feel good. Who, that that was not you didn't just use that as an example, sir. <laughs> I mean, people who who rewatch a bunch of stuff like what's like the two main shows, The Office and Friends. Like that's the only thing I rewatch. Impart. I don't rewatch any. We're not friends, but I don't care about that. But that there's only one show that I rewatch, and it's The Office. That's it. No other show I rewatch. To Matt's credit, he only watches up to like season seven, or is it five? That's when the show. That's when the no. It's season whenever five. Yes. The, the, the show ends when Michael proposes to Holly in the fire, or under the rain, ah, or the manufactured so rain. The Office got Game of Thrones. Is that what you're saying? The last two seasons are bad. Oh, they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about Game of Thrones. <laughs> when I rewatch, I just watched a season six and like seven and a half. Yeah, but I had a nice closing stopped. ending. People left. It was great. Yeah, no, there's, there's don't more, care there's about Will Ferrell. Don't care about all the other stuff. Never happened. Uh, but <laughs> weird and what? What they tried to do with the cameraman? Like, never happened. I do feel like the largest ill wishing is really just hoping somebody's like 25 years of watching this thing comes crashing down on them. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my new happening. thing now. Like, oh, you want you got a problem with me? I hope your show ends like Game of Thrones. At least I didn't waste 25 years if it does end bad, but it, it's that, not going to end whole, bad. But you don't know that. It's not. Keep talking about The Office. I got my own theories. <laughs> I'm happy with it. <laughs> Matt really practices brujeria. He learned from a mom. <laughs> He's coming for One Piece. Oh, Man. Ugh, I feel good. I feel safe. We're going to have a nice ending because <laughs> it, it'll never end. 
This is also I've true. already given up that I've already given up that my hero will have a good a good ending. The moment Horikoshi was like, I had my ending, and it was at like chapter two hundred. That's gone now. Let's go. So, <laughs> oh man, Office, jeez. Sorry, sorry you have to watch. Sorry you can't rewatch the show anymore. Maybe it's time to watch One Piece because there's also <laughs> Oda really does draw off of also like lots of like literary pieces and references to kind of build out his world. So for example, the design of the Marine Prison um, strongly mirrors the Nine Circles of Hell depicted in uh, the Divine Comedy. That's have, cool. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the villain and former warlord Don Quixote do, do, do Flamingo. He has connections, obviously, to the indigenous nobleman, Mr. Quixote of La Mancha. Uh, like, his story is, like, so, like, close and connected to that. Um, Luffy and Ace's childhood friend, brother, Sabo, wore the signature top hat. And- Hold on! Don Quixote do Flamingo is hot. I knew it! Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, knew, it. I knew you would find him hot. You would. You would. Yeah, he's problematic, Kate. He's real problematic. He's very problematic. But that's Kay's brand. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now she's going to watch it now because he's real problematic. He's probably like one of the best villains, I think. Um, so Sabo wore the signature top hat and rolled up jacket of the our, our artful dodger from Charles Dickens, Oliver Twist. The story of One Piece actually begins with the execution of the fame, infamous pirate Rogers, who on the day of his execution challenged anyone to discover his treasured One Piece. Um, Ivanko's look and mannerisms are a direct reflection of Tim Curry's character from the cult classic Rocky Horror Picture Show. And there's a bunch of lot Nightmare Before Christmas references and character designs because apparently Oda is a huge nightmare before christmas fans so there are lots of like references that kind of ground it and make it kind of like oh, okay i can understand like where this stuff is coming from to make it you know adding in stuff that we know to his own crazy world and like lots of pirate references to actual pirates as pirates and things like that obviously okay so i could actually now that you've like put out all these references i've been googling them as you say them and i'm kind of really down with this <laughs> <laughs> yeah there, there's a whole especially Ivankov. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love them. Yeah, there's there's a, a a lot more. There's lots of like musical numbers and things like that, especially from what I've seen and listened to with um, the whole the whole Cake Island arc. So if you like musical stuff, you, they they throw that stuff in there for you too. But also kind of scary because while this series does have a lot of humor in it, there also are a lot of like dark and hard hitting stories throughout. Uh, the way that Oda draws is like certainly distinct. Characters are drawn with like overblown futures uh, or overblown emotions. And many of the environments are drawn, drawn with tons of information from background characters to interesting looking buildings and islands. And this basically obviously allows for like lots of like humorous moments and like running jokes throughout the series. And I don't really want to talk too much about the humor because I think humor is definitely one of like the cornerstones of the series. I think that kind of goes without saying, but it can get really, really serious when it needs to be. So there are mm-hmm. lots of like backstory stuff from like the cutaway things for character moments. There's a whole bunch, but I think some of like the biggest ones that I can remember off the top of my head, having watched the show is um, Sanji, you know, the food wars guy, Kate, that's, that's who I'm talking about here. He basically comes from a family where all the males are supposed to be warriors and his mom was basically the only one nice to him and basically put up with his bad cooking as a kid so eventually he would go on to be like a dope cook and have like respect for women to the point like where he won't even fight one but ultimately he breaks from like that typical like masculine standard and oh he had like eat his leg one time from when you I go was- from my hat i was a cook Wait. i ate my leg 
Do you mean his his foster father ate his leg? Yeah, his foster father ate his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his dad's a, his dad's probably like the worst dad. Like, oh, anime, he's the I worst think. anime dad ever. He's like literally the worst anime dad, and not even like joking. Like, oh, Goku's like a deadbeat father. Like, no, this dude like legitimately bad. <laughs> He'd rather uh, Sanji be dead than claim him as his son. Yeah, and that like just like allows like Sanji to you know grow into kind of break from those those standards and things like that. So while he's like a kind of funny dude, he does have a really really dark um, past there. Chopper, you know our favorite blue blue nosed reindeer, basically ate the human human fruit and was shunned by both reindeer and human society until a doctor adopts him. And then the doctor, this was like me trying to piece it together in my head, but the doctor had the disease. Chopper tried to help him, uh, but he ends up poisoning his like adopted dad by mistake. Basically, because he but didn't, the, he couldn't read. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't read. <laughs> At the time, so he was, he wanted to be a doctor like his dad, and he's like, "I'm going to cure you. I'm going to find the plant, and I'm going to cure you." And unfortunately, he was already going to die, but unfortunately, Chopper poisoned him. So, yeah, <laughs> but his dad, his doctor dad, was still super cool and still helped people and all this stuff. Uh, basically kind of informing on like Chopper's like devout sense of like accepting people and like wanting to help and doing all those things. So he goes from like being shunned from like everybody. He's kind of like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Can, can and his Chopper... doctor dad was like <laughs> Santa, I guess. Can Chopper read now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, him making that mistake made him be a better doctor. He's yeah. just like, you can't just I'm be a better doctor and <laughs> learn how to read. He's a reindeer, man. He's a reindeer who learned he how to read know now. how to read. He but he's a doctor. <laughs> what, yeah, doctor now? After he after he studied, he wasn't a doctor then. It's he like, like when a, it's like when you're like the reindeer you doctor. Food. You know, right. any chance you had of me trying to sell me on this all went out the window in the last <laughs> like five minutes. I think we lost you when we said that this was an anime. I think. Ultimate <laughs> <laughs> rubber man. Okay, Love let's be honest. Rubber man probably what did me in. There's lots of other like sad stories who like cutaways for side characters, like the villains and things like that. Uh, but those are two of the ones that just kind of jump off the hat for me. I mean, um, yeah, like almost everyone has like a pretty sad story that goes to this. Even like Luffy gets into like a sadder story later on, like Nami's mm-hmm. story is like really messed up. Like it, there's elasticity gave out. <laughs> no, you know, just no, it's sad. It's actually kind of sad. Um, but yeah, that just 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 kind of in general. So the story, the anime can get heavy when it needs to be, um, and does it pretty well. There's also like a lot of um, like overt themes throughout the series, especially kind of uh, in the beginning parts for sure. I can't really speak too much about what's happened like later on in the series, but I know for sure that you know, in addition to those backstories, there are like lots of issues of racism brought up in in One Piece, specifically with the fishmen. They're like literally sold into slavery by human like nobles and are basically like delegated to live 10,000 years under the uh, below the sea, not because like they want to, but because that's just like where they've kind of like said, here, go back to your ancestral lands. If that sounds familiar, um, it does, because that's what basically like how they're treated in the, the fish fishman island arc. It's they do have kind of like this Malcolm X V like MLK version of members of the fishman people trying to achieve peace. And I use that in like very loose terms, but they still have, have like the same goals in mind. So Fisher Tiger was formerly a slave who becomes a pirate and eventually goes on to free slaves by force. He does end up saving a girl and the humans of the island that he saved her from basically don't care that he saved her 
and like send an island to go kill Fisher King, um, despite the little girl's image of like fishman people being changed. Basically, on his deathbed, he basically says that he's never gonna not hate humans, but the only way for things to change is for the children of the next generation to like do better, basically. Uh, Queen Odahai, how do I say this? It's been so long. Queen Otohimi. Otohimi. Queen Otohimi. Oh, yeah. Otohimi. Yeah, Queen the, Otohime. The mermaid princess? Yeah, the mermaid princess. Oda, yeah, yeah Otohime. Yeah, she's the queen of the Fishman Island, and she basically tries to get equality and, like, poor for her people through, like, more political means by through, like, petitions and, you know, legislature and things like that. But when a human who – basically a human lands on the island who's basically there to, like, reclaim slave people, um, and all the Fishmen want to kill him, Otohime basically vouches to spare him as an example to the rest of the children – uh, both of them obviously going around around like that equality thing in a very different way, uh, but both of them kind of still having like that same message of like, hey man, we got to set examples for the kids, or things aren't going to get better. Um, and obviously, there's lots of other things. Basically, like if you aren't human in this show, humans are basically like racist towards like basically like every other species essentially. Uh, who is there? That sounds about right. Every yep. fantasy, got it. Yeah. Also, I mean, like while that does seem good there are like some quote-unquote utopias in one piece one being ruled by big mom who is one of the four emperors kate looked her up she's very scary she's a giant she runs her land as basically as a utopia because it basically has every race that there is in one piece in these islands in her land but not so simple because she basically makes everyone give up one month of their life every six months for protection or they'll have to leave. But that basically just means that she's just going to kill you if you leave. So like, what is the kind of the price of utopia? Like, do you want to like live where there's like no quote unquote racism, but you have to give up, you know, two years of your life for like living there kind of thing. So Shadowbringers got it. Yeah. Not, yeah, not, not great. She's, uh, she's scary. She's terrifying. She's a giant. She's scary. But I like Uh, her. (laughs) Yeah. She's a good villain. And then from that as well, uh, One Piece has a really interesting way of dealing with like morality and like good and evil. Most of the villains really aren't black and white like they are in kind of other shows in anime. And One Piece are really, at least for like for my my opinion, there really isn't kind of like a Frieza or like an All for One or like an Emperor Palpatine where it's pretty cut and dry. Like when you see that character, like yeah, that guy, that guy is kind of a dick. And there's really not like a lot of redeeming qualities in that that person. I think this might just be because of like just the way that they do cutaways and kind of in-depth backstories, but most of the villains kind of toe that line of that morality where like their ideals aren't inherently bad. So like Blackbeard, basically from what I've seen, it's basically just the fall of, of uh, Luffy. Like he just, he wants freedom. They both have crews, but they just kind of go about it in different ways. The Marines really uh, value order. Not all of them are bad. Even uh, Big Mom like just wants everyone to be accepted because she wasn't really accepted when she was little. And then Doflamingo even has a jacked up backstory, but I think that makes his like ruthless version of order and family make more sense. Um, where you know, if you just like look at other anime villains that are like definitely like those are bad, bad, bad people. Most of like the villains in, in this series, even when it comes to like the government, uh, like I mean, as like a broad term of like the government, um, do have some good intentions in it so sometimes you're like rooting for doflamingo sometimes to do things so definitely (laughs) uh i think a better like sense not that like other anime villains aren't great i think you know there's good anime villains um everywhere but 
One Piece definitely takes its format of let me explain this, why this person is like this to like the extreme. And it, it works kind of in its favor when you have different kinds of villains, especially later on in the series. I'm just trying to get over the hurdle that I have to watch a hundred and something bad episodes to get to like. We didn't say we were, we're bad not episodes. Bad. You know what? That's the same stuff I heard when people told me to watch Hunter Hunter. And I could have just watched episode 13 and 26 and got those two things out the way. But I like those beginning episodes of Hunter Hunter. I just understand why they're so they're bad. I didn't think they were bad. I like bad. Them. I like them. They're bad. It's not that bad, Kate. You just have to get past the twenty-year-old animation style. <laughs> that's, that that's will be there for a while. Do you know why I haven't watched half of the Netflix original anime that's out there? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then watch a supercut, and then I'll just give you the arcs to watch. I could probably manage that. Okay. Compromise. Um, yeah, so like that's uh, a lot of stuff. And the kind of like later half of this episode is mainly kind of the things I think that One Piece does well. Um, not necessarily to counteract some of the bad. I think some of the bad stuff is just bad stuff. If you have those kind of issues with like a long series or if you don't like the way that the women are drawn, like I can't like fix those for you. Like those are just like kind of your... Um, you know how how you view those things but the world itself is super super deep and really kind of growing with every issue characters are developing because we you do have those backstories so there is lots of characterization none of the characters are really the same now than they were 20 something years ago so there are those new developments and he does have an end in sight so it is going to end eventually he just has to get there and feel okay with how it ends which you know better than some people who just finish a show or finish an anime because they're done doing it. Like just say, just put it on pause. Just put it on pause. Just be like, Hey, I need a break from this. We'll come back to it later. Bleach. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I do have some fun facts. Some are fun, but I kind of just threw them throughout. So with a series that, that lasts this long and with the voice acting age in Japan, the series is outliving its voice actors. With One Piece gone on for this long, um, basically between the English and the Japanese cast, they've had a total of 10 deaths between characters in the show. So maybe end it so people stop. That's a lot. More more voice actors have died than people in the show is what I got. True. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's so Uh, many. Armani exchange designed outfits for the characters. The characters of One Piece have been used as animated models for Armani Exchange. In 2009, they joined forces to promote the 10th movie of the franchise, the One Piece film Strong World. Luffy became the first manga character to appear on the cover of the Japanese fashion magazine Men's Non No. Um, it is 20 and it's 24 years of publishing. This was also the first cover design Odo has done. That was not for a bongo. So he designed it and then like helped, like they collaborated with how it was going to look and then Odo drew it, drew it and then used that as the cover. That's awesome. I love it when fashion companies do that because I think Versace did it with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I do not like when they do it because when they do it with like League of Legends and everything, that stuff's like $3,000. Well, no, they just designed it. They didn't like make a line of stuff for it. What's oh no, Versace did that with them. Yeah. No, yeah, like, yeah, what's the difference? You're, you're, that's fair. Because I can't afford that JoJo yeah. dress. Which is why Crunchyroll exists. They do this stuff for the people who could ex- who could buy it. 
No, I don't think they're bad ideas, and I think they're cool when we do see them. My problem is every one I've seen, whether it be video game, manga, anime, or just some sort of character stuff like that, it ends up being like a pair of t-shirt is like $95. Like Naruto and Coach? <sighs> yes. Or Lululemon, or I'm pretty sure Armani Louis, Louis, probably- Louis Vuitton, who did uh, League of Legends. Well, I know, but I think Lululemon's done a few films as well. If I remember correctly. Have they? I thought I they did. They did. I'm like, what, what weebs go to Lululemon? <laughs> I want to go to Louis Vuitton. Fifty dollars for some leggings. Who goes to Louis Vuitton? Um, and then my last fun fact, which is kind of like a not fun fact, I guess, depending on how you look at it. But Luffy was also going to be one of the ambassadors for the 2020, 2020 Tokyo Summer Olympics, along with Aww. Goku, Sailor Moon, Shinchan, Naruto, Astro Boy, Sailor Moon, Cure Miracle, and Cure Magical. So. I feel so bad for the Olympic stuff because Mario was also supposed to play a big part, as we've discussed on that episode in these in these Olympics and everything else, because it was like his 35th anniversary. And so he was going to be another thing in the Summer Olympics as well. Also, side note, somebody please at me on Twitter and explain Shin Chan to me because I don't get him. I don't care about him. That is another weirdly drawn thing that I don't understand. It's but he does adult things. Like Shin Chan is like not Caillou because Caillou is for children. Caillou is it it for anyone because he's evil. He's an evil child that should go away. Some some dark things with Caillou theories. Don't go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) There's some dark theories there. I hate Caillou. I will fight that child. (laughs) I hate Shin Chan. I mean, I uh, yeah so even you know, even after all these years he was you know on the ballot to be one of the tokyo ambassadors with some of, like the biggest you know anime characters in like japan's history so um really cool in that fact and that's really all i have if there wasn't enough in there for you i'm sorry your series is over a thousand chapters long and we only have an hour to talk about things <laughs> i'm i assume when the series ends we'll come back for a recap after all of us have watched well all of us minus matt have all watched the series and caught up to the end. So one, I just want to say Lululemon did stuff with Harry Potter. Um, that was also like That's massive. very different than League of Legends. How much? Pretty different. Can I buy a Lululemon wizard hat? You can buy a Hogwarts dress for over $250. I don't know, man. Nerds, nerds pay dumb money for dumb things. So I, Nerds I are nerds. Like, whether they're anime or gaming or Harry Potter, you're all the same to I nerds. think Misha and I have bought stuff from every Crunchyroll Loves collection that's come out this year. I bought the One Piece makeup, so... <laughs> I have Hello Kitty, Sailor Moon, and Yodito makeup in my... If it looks good, and if it's not ridiculously priced i will buy it if you put luffy on it or zoro <laughs> i'm just saying i will buy i will buy it <laughs> or people will buy it for me because birthdays well that's all i have uh final thoughts matt i got it so one <clears throat> this is very interesting i'm still probably never gonna watch it i will say out of all the anime we've done i'm more inclined to actually possibly watch this show just because like i said kate was i got all pissy earlier about like well you all like no i don't care about anime but this i like pirates but also i did the animation still like with kate's point like it doesn't look great and then now you know a thousand episodes i don't think i'm doing that but no it does seem intriguing i see why people like it i also definitely see why people won't get into it um I don't know what they'd ever do to, I guess if it's one of those, we're just going to, it is what it is. Or if they'll ever try to, we get in like 10 years down the line where they're going to try to do some like super cut thing to try to 
reinvigorate, I guess, the the franchise itself. One Piece but, Kai. Uh, no. But no. <laughs> but under, but outside of that, like, I do like pirates. I don't know about this rubber dude, but outside of that, I see why people really like it. But then again, pretty soon it's just going to be the only people that like it, this is going to be like folklore pretty soon because everybody's going to be dead by the time the thing ends. So to be fair, I did Google uh, anime with pirates and I actually can't hate One Piece's style for pirates because all the other pirate anime looks too pretty because they're like by shoujo by shonen like beautiful characters and i'm like that doesn't really work with pirates so i can't necessarily be mad at one piece animation just like looking through this stuff that works you want to give your final thoughts while you're on that are you are you gonna go watch it now right after this is no i'm not gonna go watch it right after (laughs) this um i have other things in my queue to do um like rewatch tokyo ghoul's first 12 episodes again when i get depressed uh <laughs> they're, they're releasing unseen clips of the office now on peacock i've already watched like five of them <laughs> waste, waste um, time. no i mean like it, it is it is actually really hard because like there are things that like intrigue me about one piece and i think and i, I told nisha and talked about it did you have to there was a clip that i think viz or crunchy i don't know one of the anime manga things shared where Zoro essentially takes Luffy's pain. And it was actually like, I had no context, but it was such a powerful scene of like friendship and like that kind of stuff that I was like, okay, you know what? I could probably get with this. But then I just saw some of the other character designs that were just really absurd. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. So it is probably just gonna have to be a Band-Aid. If I watch it, I don't think I will watch all 1000. I will probably just watch up until it's dubbed because I don't have time to watch subbed anything. And right now the only like dedicated TV watching I'm doing is for like three hours at night of various K-dramas. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and 15 minutes for, into, three, into 180 minutes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm like, you know, 600 something episodes behind where I was when I was younger but I think just through the research of kind of like what's been going on and kind of looking at some of these characters that I hadn't uh, seen before and kind of their backstories and things like that Nisha said that homeboy is an emperor now like I I need to know like how how that stuff happened Um, so I will probably catch up again to the dub because I can't watch sub anything i so i do have one other question nisha just because i'm genuinely curious and i don't think i've ever asked you why do you love one piece so much like why is this something that you have now gone out and like acquired everything you could of it that was available and you're now collecting omnibuses by whatever (laughs) um honestly really plainly put it just it, there was just different moments in one piece that I think hit for me is like oh this hit me deep like there's a scene where a character who thought that she would be better off dead and she did not she gave up and she was just and then Luffy's like tell me you want to live and her saying I want to live I'm like oh wow this got deep and that kind of hit me on a different level and it's like also I've I've been very vocal about like my own like journey with like anxiety and depression but like there's moments where it's like dang I just isolate myself and I want to give up on and I just like want to be in on myself but it's one piece really teaches that 
if you can lean on the support of the people around you, your friends, like that can help you uh, obtain the goal or overcome the struggle that you're facing. And they do that a lot with different characters. I'm like, so they do that power of friendship thing, but in a better way. And that's what I like about it. Cause like you said, there's the scene where Zoro takes on Luffy's pain. Like it seems like a very shonen thing to do, but it also like, there's just, I feel like it's a little bit deeper. So I like that it's, I don't know, it speaks to me on stuff on the kind of level with different characters and moments like that. But I really just enjoy the world building too. Like there's other, like, and I love, I just love it. I can't, I, I can't gather all my thoughts on why I love it, but I love it. Okay, well, I guess, are, are we done? Is this an episode? It's been done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like I said before, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to do like a, because we didn't even like really get into like the characters themselves and like all of their things, but there's just like so much to talk about. So I just really lot. wanted to get into the, my goal of this would be like, hey, if you like what you heard, give one piece a try because you might just like it. I think my issue was that I was watching it as a kid, not even as a kid, but like as a teenager in literally like the worst arc <laughs> of the whole series. And I just kind of like fell off from there. But I do want to get back into it now. So I think that's, you know, where we're at. But yeah, we're that's done. Fair. Well, Nisha, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your straw hat love. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on the internet on Twitter mainly and also Instagram at Nisha Plays. I will just continue to shout about how I proved Kate wrong and I caught up on One Piece and I love it. I love being a straw hat. Also doing cosplays and other things and all my other writings for But Why Though? But yeah, that's where you can find me. And you should check out a podcast that we have together called Did You Have To at DYHT underscore pod. Yes, that too. Also, so here's what happened um, at SHWH underscore pod. <laughs> You're terrible at that. Um. <laughs> I've been on here so much. I feel like people know where to find me at this point. Don't worry. That's, hey, but we, ha- we keep getting new for the new listeners. Remember, just like the new viewers of One Piece. You have to mm-hmm. explain everything. Ooh, will right. we become one piece i know one podcast that has hit a thousand a thousand episodes anyway <laughs> if you like what you heard head on over to patreon to support us a little bit more at patreon.com slash but why do pc b-u-t-w-h-y-t-h-o-p-c and uh you can follow me on twitter at omamith reindeer adrian yeah you can find me on twitter at super 93 s-u-p-e-r-r-u-i-z 93 matt I'm going to go drink rum so I can celebrate being a pirate.